Radio Lockdown is a Neptune podcast. Now what do you think of that? Hey there, hermits. Welcome to Radio Lockdown. My name is Justin MacArthur. As always, I am your host. Uh, There's no full episode this week, so I'm going it solo. This episode is instead a mini-sode, as we call it in the biz. That's a clever portmanteau of the words mini and sewed. We'll be doing more of these potentially as the weeks go on just because they are easier to do and I'm hoping to get more research into the show. I'm going to drop some news, give you a couple of quick updates and then I'm going to get out of your hair. And if you don't like them, that's fine. You can just skip them and wait for the normal episodes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if you do like them and you have like feedback on it or whatever, go for it. Tell us all that stuff online. You know where to find us. We've done this before. You've done. We've done. We're done. We're just done as people. So I think this is the fastest we've ever got to the news segment. I wonder why. Uh, let's go to the news segment. The theme's playing. On Sunday the 10th of May, 300 anti-5G and anti-distancing protesters gathered in Melbourne for a protest that you'll be shocked to hear they allege was peaceful and the police allege was violent. Halfway through the rally, someone started a chant of Arrest Bill Gates. That was a little bit too laid back. And someone started a chant of Arrest Bill Gates. Coming up next on Classic FM. Halfway through the rally, someone started a chant of Arrest Bill Gates. And if you don't know why, take a moment to guess. No, it's not because he's worth 166 billion Australian dollars or because Microsoft stopped putting Space Cadet 3D Pinball on new Windows machines. It's for his humanitarian work, specifically for vaccinating more than 40 million children against polio. But don't worry, it's not because these protesters don't understand what formaldehyde is used for in the preparation of vaccines or believe that being autistic would be somehow worse than catching measles, mumps or rubella. These guys believe in the simple proposition that the world's governments have been secretly conspiring to put microchips in people's blood. This conspiracy isn't just being spread on the streets of Melbourne. Three Queensland NRL players were suspended this week after they refused to receive flu shots and then also refused to sign a waiver pertaining to not getting the flu shots, crossing out the part of the waiver that said, flu shots will reduce your chance of getting the flu. The resurgence of the anti-vax movement and of anti-vaccination materials in general can be credited in part to a COVID misinformation film called Plandemic, in which discredited medical researcher Judy Mikovits accuses prominent immunologist and former professional rival Dr. Anthony Fauci, as well as American pharmaceutical companies and the aforementioned Microsoft founder Bill Gates, of using the coronavirus for monetary and political gain. And it's brought a rare unity between usually censorship-averse platforms, Facebook and YouTube, who've both made a concerted effort to remove the video from their websites, leaving up all the Nazis. <laughs> That's, <laughs> I probably shouldn't add that in. <laughs> of course, the reason this video has seen so much success is the poor handling of the coronavirus in the United States. I've been trying to avoid uh, talking too much about the United States on the show because the Australian news is so dominated by news from the US, but, you know, 
Darcy's not here, so here goes. Let's just, let's crack at it. As the US inexplicably begins to wike, wike down bike fence. That's really close. Can I go with that? No, let's go. Let's go. One, two, three. As the US inexplicably begins to wind down Vice President Mike Pence's coronavirus task force, months before doctors expect the virus will subside, President Trump's son-in-law Jared Kushner is taking a break from both running the Republican re-election campaign and resolving the Middle East conflict to run a quote-unquote shadow coronavirus task force. Kushner's achievements so far include the Airbridge program, which has successfully begun to import medical supplies from China to America, but has then delivered them into the hands of private US companies instead of directly to the states, with the federal government being accused of seizing any supplies purchased by the states directly. This has led to some states sneaking shipments of personal protective equipment, or PPEs, past their own federal government to get them to hospitals before they can be seized and redistributed or unsold, to domestic or international competitors. Most notably, the Wall Street Journal reports that the governor of Massachusetts arranged for 1.2 million PPEs to be smuggled on the private plane of the New England Patriots. Meanwhile, Kushner and Pence have both been accused of ghosting state governors that are mean to Trump, allegedly refusing to return phone calls from the governors of Michigan and Washington when they requested supplies from the Federal Reserve, because the country is being led by the playground cronies of a spiteful toddler. Luckily, Australia has never taken our political, economic and cultural cues from America. If you're worried about 5G and secret government microchips, you might want to skip next week's episode, where engineer and tech columnist TK will be telling us all about the solar-powered rover he's been building in isolation. And I'll be giving Darcy the latest news on how states across Australia are relaxing social distancing restrictions. Until then, as we always say on the minisodes, stay safe out there and keep on stafting. That's the theme for the minisode, they're not as good as the episodes. Hey there, hermits! Hey there, hey there, hey there. (laughs) You've been listening to Radio Lockdown, a Neptune podcast.